You are listening to The Family Culture Project, Episode 61, Art Rayner and the Best Time to Teach Your Kids About Money. We're Carl and Kimberly Amici, and we're here to help you live a life of purpose with the ones you love and become the family you were meant to be. Reports show that most parents don't talk to their kids about money. The main reason is that they don't feel confident about sharing personal financial lessons with them. And as a result, a vast majority of kids enter the real world without ever learning about money in school or at home. If you don't teach your kids how to manage money, somebody else will. You know, one of the issues I see with kids today when it comes to money is that they don't understand it. They don't know where it comes from, they don't know what it's for, and they definitely don't know how to manage it. I was one of those kids. I had a part-time job when I was in high school, which gave me money to do things with my friends and to buy a few things that I wanted, but I had such little experience with it. And when I went to college, it was a disaster. I was not equipped to be on my own. And I racked up credit card bills, partially because I didn't have a lot of money for school expenses, but I did it also because I bought things that I didn't need. I was spending money that I didn't have on things that I really wanted, which really, honestly, looking back now, it was quite ridiculous. And it took a long time for me to get back to being financially healthy. And that's why I'm so passionate about teaching kids about money. And I have written a lot about this topic on my blog. It's a it's a cool topic between the two, two of us because I was quite the opposite. So we're, we're opposite in a lot of different ways. But this is one of those ways where I was more diligent about, you know, making money, making a lot of money. Um, but, but I did realize one thing about, you know, and actually saving money as well. So I did realize this about what I was doing. It was a lot fear based. So a lot of it was fear of not having enough money to do the things that I wanted to do, um, or achieve the things I wanted to achieve, buy the things I wanted to buy. And a lot, a lot of what I was missing at the younger ages is a biblical principle around money. And certainly fear is not any part of that equation. Yeah. And so when you give your kids a head start by teaching them about money when they're young, you set them up to win. You eliminate that potential fear that that you might have around money. You eliminate just the, the not knowing what to do with it. You know, and as parents, we do not have to have a perfect financial record or to have even reached our financial goals in order to start talking to our kids about money. I think sometimes as parents, we think that we have, you know, to have it all figured out because we um, we definitely want to practice what we preach, but we don't always have to have all the answers to start teaching them just simple foundations. Absolutely. I mean, you, it, you, you could take the situation where you screwed up when you were younger about money and take, take, take the opinion that then you don't really have a lot to offer. But you've done a great job with your life and turning all of that around and learning a lot of things way later in life that you wish you learned Mm -hmm. when you were younger. Yeah. So today's guest has created a series of chapter books that teach kids ages six to nine basic financial principles. And what I love that he's done is he has made learning about money really fun because let's face it, for a lot of us, money can be a really stressful topic, but it doesn't have to be. And the stories that he's created, they are fun and they're entertaining and they are such incredible tools to teach kids life lessons. You know, many of the stories that I read growing up, I remember and they've stuck with me. And these are the kinds of stories and the principles that he's teaching in these books. These are the kind of things that you want your kids to remember when they're older. 
Now, much like with everything else we talk about with building culture, don't overthink the conversation about money. Um, You can it can be really simple. It's just like the other things you want to teach them. You decide what it is that you think about it, and then you intentionally teach your kids about it. And the resource that we're going to talk about on today's podcast makes this incredibly easy and fun to do just that. Hey there, do you know every family is known for something? What do you want your family to be known for? Download our free family culture discussion sheet. In just 30 minutes, you'll explore who you are as a family and discover who you want to become together. Go to www.thefamilycultureproject.com and start living a life of purpose with the ones you love today. Be sure to type in the, T-H-E, familycultureproject.com for the free download. Today, I'm talking with Art Rayner. Art is the Vice President for Institutional Advancement at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He holds a Doctor of Business Administration from Nova Southeastern University and an MBA from the University of Kentucky. He writes widely about issues related to finance, wealth, and generosity, and is the author of The Money Challenge and the recently released Secret Slide Money Club series for kids. Art lives in Wake Forest, North Carolina, with his wife, Sarah, and their three children. So welcome, Art. It is absolutely amazing to have you on the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. It really is a, it's an honor. So I'm going to start off with a question that we ask all of our guests. What is your family known for? So a couple of years ago, we started something every morning with our, with our kids. So I have three boys, ages mm-hmm. nine, six, and in three. So as you can imagine, our house is an absolute disaster. We have holes in our wall and ceiling. And yeah. um, I mean, they're, they're just all over the place throwing anything and everything that they can, they're, but they're a lot of fun. Yeah. They're, they're a great blessing. And, and so we started a morning huddle. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is I would just simply pray over them every single morning. If we had a memory verse for that week, we would recite the memory verse. Mm-hmm. And then we'd put all of our hands in and we would say basically our family motto, what's come to be our family motto. And so we go one, two, three, love God, love others. And we did it this morning. Um, in fact, probably do it literally every single morning. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, that's our, our family motto, love God, love others. Um, I hope that that's what we're known for in our community and, and, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, what we try to do is we try to reach out in our own, in our own neighborhood, re- open our house. We have kids over at our house all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you regularly, we have about six to 12 kids over at our, at our house because we're, we intentionally set up so that we could be the, hopefully the neighborhood hub, yeah. um, with the, with the goal of sharing the gospel with the kids. And then also hopefully with their, with, with their parents. Mm-hmm. And, and so hopefully we're, what others are seeing in us is that we're living out that love God and then mm-hmm. love others. Matthew mm-hmm. twenty two thirty seven, you know, the greatest commandment and the, the second great greatest command. So hopefully people are seeing us live out those mm-hmm. two things in the, in the Rainer household. Yeah. That's incredible. I love your intention with that. All right. So you've written several books on money, um, but you've written them for adults. So what made you decide to write this new series that you've just created for kids? Well, as, as I just mentioned, I have three of my own kids. So ages nine, six, and, and three. So I would be lying if I said <laughs> they didn't provide some motivation for yeah. these, these books. 
Um, I mean, I know, and most parents are very aware of this, that if we don't teach them about mm-hmm. money or really anything else in life, if we don't teach them what the Bible says about mm-hmm. money or anything else in life, they're going to learn it from somewhere else. Yeah. They're going to learn about money from somebody and from somewhere. And so I wanted to, of course, make sure that not just my kids, but everybody, everybody else's kids mm-hmm. are learning what the Bible teaches about, mm-hmm. about money. And, and so that provided a significant motivation for me. And admittedly, I had parents, even as the money challenge came out and the marriage challenge came out and those books went out, they would come up to me and say, how do I teach my kids these things? Yeah. So that provided further, further motivation. But as I was writing, when I write, it's pretty much a letter that I'm writing. I have a person in, in, in mind, mm-hmm. um, but this particular person or persons were very near and dear to my heart because they were running around the, the room. They were throwing <laughs> footballs. Uh, they were spilling stuff on our, on our carpet. You know, I had them yeah. in, in the house. And so they did provide a motivation <laughs> for me. Yeah. Well, I think the books are great because so many adults aren't sure what they're doing with their own money. So they probably feel unqualified to talk to their kids too much about money. And so these books make it simple and they make it fun and entertaining. And so um, tell me more about the the fun elements that you included in these books. Well, so it's not just fun elements in the book. Um, Mm -hmm. The books are intended to be fun just in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So the entire story, they're they're fun stories. when I first started uh, putting the, the books together, when I started crafting the first few chapters of the first book, which is called The Great Lemonade Stand Standoff. Mm-hmm. So there's three books in this, uh, in the first part of this, part of this series. Mm-hmm. So the first chapter of the first book, I handed it to my oldest son, Nathaniel. And I said, hey buddy, if you wouldn't mind, read this, uh, read this chapter, do any type of editing, uh, that you uh, see fit, and let me know what you think mm-hmm. about about this book. And he actually did do some some decent editing. I was yeah. pretty surprised. <laughs> um, but he he said something that was very significant, and it was, "I don't like it. It's boring." Oh. And, and so now we have what's called the lost chapter of the <laughs> Great Lemonade Stand standoff. It was a chapter that I completely scrapped. Oh, it's gotta hurt. <laughs> it, but I needed the feedback. Yeah. And, and so we, we, we had a, a conversation of what would make this book more fun, more, mm-hmm. more engaging. Mm-hmm. And so he provided that, that, that input, and it helped me craft stories uh, that are exciting, fun, but at the same time teach very important financial principles, mm-hmm. uh, the principles, once again, that are found in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so the entire story is fun. There are some other you know, fun elements in there. So we have a challenge break at the right in the middle of the book. And there's, uh, in the first book, uh, The Great Lemonade Stand Standoff, there's just some fun facts about money that most children mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of every book, there's a money challenge. And so it's a way to take what the child has learned from the book and apply it to their everyday life. Mm -hmm. And so the first challenge that they get is to simply give away something, not necessarily money. If they have that, that's great. Mm -hmm. But even if they may not, even if they might not have any money on hand, Mm -hmm. give away a toy, give away, help, help your parents with chores. I'm sure parents love, love that. Yeah. So it, at the very end, it gives them a practical way to mm-hmm. do what they just read about. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, when I first started um, getting out of debt and my financial journey, uh, I read a book and it talked about we need to change our mindset about money and we need to think about it differently. And they said, Sit, figure out how to make paying your bills enjoyable. And um, <laughs> I mean, that was this big shift for me. And I think that when we think about money, we don't have the right mindset. And when you do what you're doing in your books and you provide that fun element, you're setting the stage for, for kids to grow up, not thinking that money is this complicated, scary, dreadful thing to think and talk about. And I love that's, it. That's absolutely right. And these, these books are entirely fictional. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're these crazy, fun stories that, um, that the kids, uh, all, all the feedback has actually been great. Mm-hmm. Um, even from kids themselves, that's, that's been the funnest part yeah. of this entire journey is to hear back from children who have read the books yeah. and, and how much they hear, how much they enjoyed them. Yeah. So what are the main financial principles that you hope kids would learn from these books? You said biblical principles, but can you share a few of those with us? Yeah. So in the, in the other books, the adult books that, mm-hmm. uh, that I've written, the, the Money Challenge and the Marriage Challenge, I introduced three uh, principles that are found in the, in the Bible as regards to our finances. are so really our, mm-hmm. our formula uh, for, for managing our, our money, and that's to give generously, save wisely, and live appropriately in in that order, mm. and so these first three books introduce those three concepts. Mm-hmm. So the first book is all about giving, the importance of of, of giving and giving mm-hmm. generously. Mm-hmm. And the second book is about saving and saving wisely, and then the third book is about living appropriately, really for for children, how to spend wisely. Mm. And so each of those three books hits on a particular principle. And I guarantee you, if the, if your, if your children read these books, they are going to know what's called the master's money plan in these, in these books. And that's to give, save, live. It's woven mm-hmm. all throughout the book. And they're the principles that, that they will walk away fully understanding mm. um, what they are. And then, and even in what order to, to do those things. Oh yeah, that's great. So there's, you're not just alluding to them; they're gonna have a great understanding when you're done. When they're done, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I want to shift our focus to talk about families, and I'm curious to see um, what do you see like the absence of having financial knowledge. How is that affecting families and their cultures today? Well, in, in America, there's just there's studies that come out on a regular basis that demonstrate. Um, our lack of financial literacy, it continues to, to go down, meaning that we continue mm. to not understand the basics of finances and how to manage our, our money well. But mm. I'd say more importantly, we continue to drift away from God's design for mm. money. And any time that we drift away from God's design, whether it's in, with our money, with our mm. marriage, mm-hmm. um, any area in our life that we start yeah. to deviate from that design, we find ourselves broken. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I continue to see is that those that, that have drifted away or never maybe even learned that God has d- designed for their money, yeah. they're often really discontent uh, and stressed out. Mm-hmm. Because they're discontent because they're looking at all of their, their social media neighbors, right? I mean, it's no longer, keeping up with the Joneses is no longer look to your neighbor on, on your left and on your right and see what they're driving and then try to chase after the lifestyle that they are, that they're living. Social right. media yeah. makes the world our, our neighbor. Now we're comparing ourselves to everybody yeah. uh, that, that we see. And I'd, 
I'd also say to the perception of who they, they are, who they want us to think that they, they are. And so we're even comparing ourselves to something that's often not even, even real. Mm-hmm. And so we find ourselves discontent. Then we also find ourselves stressed because we put ourselves in bad financial situations. We take out too much, too much debt. Mm-hmm. We drive a car that's way too expensive. We buy a house that's um, out of out of our range, and so we find ourselves continuously in, dis- in with discontent, but also stressed out. And you know that's not God's mm-hmm. design for us, and that's not the outcome that he that he has for us when we follow his his design. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be satisfied. He wants us to use our our money in a way that advances his kingdom, which is an amazing, amazing adventure that we get to, to, to be on, that we get to, to, to lock arms with other yeah. believers and to pursue God's great commission of getting, getting the, the gospel out to the, to the ends of the earth. Yeah. So if we can leverage, if we can manage our money well and then use it toward that end, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to find ourselves in an incredibly content, um, exciting, mm-hmm. satisfied um, place in our, in, yeah. in our finances. But most families... See, even even in the church, seem to be missing out on on those mm-hmm. blessings. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So to wrap up, what um, what's one thing you can tell our listeners that would help them to start? Besides buying your books and reading them with their kids, um, what can parents do to start talking to their kids about money? Yeah, when should they do it? Tell us when too. I'm I'm sorry. Say that again. But also, tell us when. When and what? <laughs> when, when when and what? Well, if you have not even started the money conversation in your house. First of all, mm-hmm. there's no guilt. You are in um, a company with many, many, many people mm-hmm. that have not started that money conversation, whether it's because you feel like there's a lack of financial knowledge or maybe you even just grew up thinking mm-hmm. that money is a taboo topic that should not be discussed in the, mm-hmm. in, in the home. One way that you can get it started is to simply lay out some money on, on the table. I know it seems weird, but lay out some money on the, mm-hmm. on the table, bring your children to, to the table, and then start asking them questions about what what's on the table. Yeah. Hey, how how much? How many nickels go into this this dollar? Um, how many dollars go into to to this you know, twenty dollar bill? Just mm-hmm. start asking some some questions, mm-hmm. and then you you follow up with saying, "Hey, I I really want to teach you more about this stuff that's that that's on the table that that's really important for for you as mm-hmm. you as you to to, to grow older." And, and you're able just to get the, the, the conversation started. And remember, it's a, it's a journey. You're not going to try to hold a all-day money session uh, with, your, <laughs> with your kids. It's just an ongoing conversation yeah. that you have with the kids. And they're not going to get it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to have to remind them about the importance of giving generously. You have to remind mm-hmm. them about the importance of saving. And mm-hmm. then about making sure that they make wise purchases with their, with their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing this incredible knowledge. Well, thanks again for, for, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. You can find Art at ArtRainer.com, on Twitter as at ArtRainer, and on Facebook as ArtRainer1. You'll find links to all of these places in the show notes. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd like to ask for a favor. Would you be willing to leave a short review on iTunes? We're passionate about helping families thrive, and reviews help families find us. We really appreciate your support. Remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose. To learn more about the Family Culture Project, go to thefamilycultureproject.com.